Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. And who else better to talk to than my guy, Caleb Allman? Put your seatbelts on, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a fun interview. I got Caleb going about two of his passions. That's profitability and efficiency. If you're not familiar with Caleb's story, he's been on the show several times. Him and Brittany are friends of the show, and they shared their story. You know, Caleb would call himself the kid contractor 20 years ago and didn't quite, he had the ambition, he had the work ethic, but didn't quite know what he was doing, made a lot of mistakes. Company went bankrupt. And uh, thank God for Brittany Allman, man. She got him back up and going. And uh, that's his wife, the owner of the company. She's a sharp young lady, I'll tell you what. And uh, they're a dynamic duo there and their team, their whole team over there at Almond Landscape LLC. So when Caleb talks about efficiency, guys, he knows what he's talking about. This is 20 years of learning things the hard way. And when he talks about profitability, just to see his laser focus, where it used to be on top line revenue, now it's on bottom line profit. I mean, still on top line revenue, but it more so focused on the important thing, the bottom line, making sure things are profitable. So it's going to be a fun interview. Thanks to Caleb and Brittany. You've probably been hearing us talk about their new Hardscape Academy, and uh, we appreciate them sponsoring today's show. And we're going to also hear a quick word real quick for GIE Expo 2020. That's right. There is a GIE Expo 2020, Louisville, Kentucky, October 21 through 23rd. So we're going to hear about that and then get into this fun, exciting, and inspiring interview with my guy, Caleb Allman. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the hardscapeacademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. We want to thank the lawn and landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros, and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts Wednesday, October 21st with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown Louisville. At the show, you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals. You don't want to miss the opening keynote, Secrets of Being an Effective Leader, presented by retired Navy four-star Admiral James Devridis. Register now at GIE-Expo.com, and we'll see you October 21st through the 23rd in Louisville. And don't forget to use promo code Paul to get 50% off your registration when you sign up for the GIE 2020. That's promo code Paul. Well, without further ado, here's my conversation with Caleb Ballman. All right, guys, today we have a return guest, no other, Mr. Caleb Ballman from Lancaster, Ohio. Welcome back to the show, Caleb. Hey, Paul. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here, man. So you own the Almond Landscape LLC, and you guys are busy, busy, huh? Yeah, we are uh, blessed, even with the whole in the year of our Lord 2020 here with COVID and 
and uh, civil unrest and all this crazy stuff were buried with work. And in, and in full disclosure, actually, I am the operations manager for the company. Britt, uh, my wife, oh. Brittany, actually, technically, she owns the company. Technically, I work for her. So yeah, Brittany's the boss. And uh, Bo, Bo Campbell, how's my boy, Bo Campbell? Mr. Bo is uh, rocking and rolling. He's uh, He has become actually a project manager. We've moved him into a more of a project manager position with us as well as field install. So he's more, ma- he's, you know, still performing install work, but I'm, I'm trying to take, you know, more work off of my plate. And so, uh, we've put him and another guy we recently hired is kind of running his own division as well. We've, I've been big on always, I've always been big on trying to delegate. I've always been willing to take that risk with delegating, you know, tasks and responsibilities to people. And we're just taking another step to the big leagues here, I believe of like, making our guys into and they're and the pay is they're compensated for this, I believe very well. But they're they're in more of a position of like I sell the work, I bid the work or I you know, I sell and bid the work. And then I, I give these guys a material list of what we're expecting the job to require. And then they're finalizing orders for the material, scheduling it when it's going to arrive on site, dealing with the utility protection locate service things and and uh, just kind of making the job happen. They're they're responsible for most interactions with the client at that point. Wow! And uh, and it l- allows me to free up more of my time to sell more work because we become this machine that just is consuming work like crazy. Because we have two other guys in the field. Because we're a small company, Paul. For the folks who don't know us, we're uh, we're a small company here in Fairfield County, Ohio, southeastern uh, portion of Ohio, just southeast of Columbus, Ohio. We're a design-build firm uh, that specializes in uh, residential landscape and hardscape construction, as well as uh, stormwater management work. So uh, that's another another thing we've gotten into real heavy here lately. So uh, I, I've just been big on trying to delegate, man, and that's that's something I've always uh, I've always been trying to build my company to this point, and I'm about ten years behind. Um, I'm twenty years into into the business now. But uh, I'm about 10 years behind where I should be probably because of in, in past podcasts. And Paul, you can probably drop what number of podcasts it is where I talk more about how I crashed my first company and learned a lot of hard lessons with invoicing and pricing and, and how to run a better company and stuff. But uh, that's where we're at right now, man. So trying to get our guys more responsibly on their plates, pay them accordingly and allow us to keep growing and expanding the company and, and be more visionary and allowing Britt and I too to go out and perform more field work, which is pretty cool because that's just gravy on top of the gross sales, you know, so it's a, it's a cool thing we got going right now. Lord willing it, uh, uh, you know, we can remain diligent and keep everything functioning as it should. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. And for you guys that aren't following Caleb on Instagram at almond LLC, we'll put that link. That's the almond landscapes LLC, right? Yeah. Almond landscape LLC. Yes, sir. Yeah. We'll put that all in the show's notes, social. but I love when you're out in the field and you, you know, you get some videos out there. It's really inspiring. Real quick, this just came to my mind, Caleb. So how was it and what would you, what'd you learn as you kind of gave Bo more and more delegation and responsibility? Where'd you make the mistakes and where'd you, you know, as you kind of review, you're like, man, I wish I would have let loose sooner. Or where were you like, man, I didn't train him enough in this area and he really fumbled. Like what, what can you tell us on the other side of this now? with dropping sure. that delegation. Cause that's hard. Even as you explain that to me, I'm like, Oh, I don't, I, I don't think I can do that yet. Yeah. It's tough, man. And I tell you, so the thing we're, we're blessed with as a company, Mr. Bo has been with us for, for the whole time I've been in business. So he's been my right hand man for a long time. So he knows, he knows me as well or better than my wife does. And so he knows a lot of my bull crap and things I'm, you know, insufficient on with, uh, you know, just, he, you know, he knows me really well, so he can really compensate for things like he knows I'm going to forget or miss and, and likewise and vice versa too. So 
one of the, one of the big things is you really figure out and there's a lot to be learned on from all parties involved because John is my other project manager and it's a really fancy sounding title for what they're doing but you know at the same time they are they're managing their own projects and they're installing them too with with help with our other guys as needed and uh, you know the big thing is just getting your guys to be good the biggest thing I think right now where we're at is is John's really good at making lists and um, you know, being very organized and Bo's organized, but I need him to be better about making lists, making, you know, task lists. So he doesn't forget, you know, something, Oh crud, I forgot to order, you know, bedding sand or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one thing, like I need to get Mr. Bo to, to be better about is making lists. So he doesn't forget. And then checking those lists too, kind of like Santa Claus, you know, you got to check those lists. So you make sure checklists, you're not missing anything. And I tell you, that's a big thing I've noticed with just even our stormwater work is every time we go out on one of these jobs where we're fixing up a retention pond or whatever, I've got a list of all the materials I know and, and, and tools that need to go out on those jobs. And so, like, I'm always scanning through this list in, in the morning or the day prior of every tool I need to make sure is on that truck that is pertinent to these types of jobs. And so we're really trying to get systemized and really very – and that, that also shows in our outfitting of our trucks and trailers. We're trying to make sure we have everything we need on those trucks and trailers. And so there's no, like, oh, I forgot to bring this because we had to get it out of the shop. And there's, of course, things you're always going to have to load on the truck, step, you know, spe separate or special, like pumps or whatever. But uh, as far as tools go, there, I, it is, there is no excuse for anything now because most of the trucks have everything they need on them to, to do tasks. So organization and you know, task management is a, is a big thing, I think. And that's one thing we're all kind of learning is like we really need to be – because the downtime is killer to us now. We've got to be very, very productive with our time. We're one of the higher-priced companies around, and so we have got to really – you know, for every, so for every job we we close and land, we need to be very productive on, and we cannot. And our but our guys are paid very well, like I said. So like, just not like we're just making all this top line money. So we really have to be very productive with every every hour we have, and we're not perfect, and we still screw up all the time. Heck, I forgot to order the one of the first jobs going into Bo being a project manager yet. I forgot to order the pavers for the job instead of them getting <laughs> delivered. Yeah. Right. Instead of them getting delivered, we have to send somebody up to Columbus to get a, a truckload of pavers. And it's like, what a waste of time because those guys will deliver those products cheaper to you than you can go get them yourself. And I don't care what anybody says you're and Andy Mulder says this all the time, anything other than craft time, which is like you're, when you're building and producing is taking away from your productive billable time, which is your craft time. So everything you're doing must be focused on craft time. And that's what you're doing, building or making billable hours. You cannot be making a run back to the shop to get a shovel. You cannot be making a run back to the supplier because you're 16 bricks short. Like you've got to just do your darndest to not be inefficient in those ways. And even in competitive markets or competitive projects where, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're doing some bid work and it's very competitive. It, there's no, there's no excuse to be fat and sassy. Like you have to be lean and you have to be competitive, but you got to be profitable too which is the most important thing, Paul, mm -hmm. um, as I know all too well from having crashed a previous company 10 years ago. Um, you know, you just have to be, so there's just, so, it's one of those things, it's just such a crazy, it's like a, you know, Rolex watch. There's just so many gears and things that just all have to be in there to make the whole thing function as it should. You know what I mean? And it's tough and it takes a lot of time to get those down. Uh, and it's all, it's all in how you plan and in all in how you, you, you organize your company and delegating is so big. Is that delegating is such a big part of this? And I don't know 
you know, I really admire the guys that are either just starting up or still running, you know, still running the field themselves and somehow selling all this work and bidding all this work and organizing and ordering all the materials. But there are things you have to delegate to your people eventually, or you're, you can't run that game forever. You can't run that rat race forever. You've got to have people that can handle these tasks for you. Marty Grunder says, if you can delegate a task to someone and they can do it 85% as good as you can, you need to delegate that task because you're never going to find somebody I'm really getting going here, Paul. Sorry, but you can never, you're, ne- you're never going to find somebody or you're rarely going to find someone that's going to do a task as well as you are going to in most cases, you know what I mean? And which is why you, you a need to hire, you know, hire people for your weaknesses, which is like, be it the office work. You need to hire somebody to handle that office work for you. Or if you're weak in, I don't care, concrete pouring or whatever, you need to hire somebody that knows what they're doing in concrete pouring or you better build that skill set up yourself. But you know, you need you need to have people in place that can take these burdens from you so that you can keep getting the company to whatever point you want it to be at. Or maybe it's that owner operator where you want to stay anyways. But I really encourage people to try to find at least one right hand man, because if someone in your family gets sick or whatever, you you need to be able to pull away from that company and not have it fall apart while you're gone. And uh, we're getting in a pretty good in a pretty good position like that right now. And, and I'm happy because we've been, I've been working my whole career for this. So it's, it's cool to finally see some things come to fruition. Yeah. You guys go to Vegas and the world falls apart. <laughs> well, I tell you, we jinxed that, didn't we? We got out of there the last day. Oh, before. We went out to Connex, Con, Connect, Con Expo, the world, North America's largest. How was that? By show. the way, we were supposed to do a podcast. And you uh, told us all about it. Was that sweet or yeah. what? Dude, it was the greatest thing. I can't wait. It, the show, the show is so big in Las Vegas. It, it only comes every three years. Wow. And uh, it's just all the biggest construction stuff you ever find, even down to small construction stuff like us that's pertinent and relevant to us. And Paul's, and and also too uh, on the front and back end of that trip, Britt and I took a couple personal days, and we went out to uh, uh, Springdale and uh, the most. Oh, the name is escaping me, but we we went out to the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon? Uh, yeah, one day, but we went out to it was called. Uh, we're going to go out to Cobble Canyon. We didn't make it there. Oh my gosh, Paul is the most beautiful place on earth, but I get to the name is escaping. But it was right in Springdale. I want to say it was Springdale, Arizona. Uh, or maybe, oh my gosh, where was it? Paul, it was amazing. I was, I'll think of it here in a second, but it was truly an amazing place to really see God's uh, design at work. This really was uh, really quite cool. So anyways, but Connex ConAg was great. World of Concrete is another big show coming up next year. I'm hoping that the world's settled down by then. We get to go to that and, and cover that for our following and our followers because we, we try to bring a lot of value through that. So we went out with the purpose of covering that show for our Instagram channel, YouTube, and TikTok and all that junk. And I uh, had a great time, man. It was really cool. So learned a lot of stuff too, man. It's a big deal. So I'm always about that, you know, trying to trying to just always expand your, your understanding and knowledge of not just your own trade, but other trades around you because they're going to have tips and tricks and machines and tools and methodologies and things that are really going to be like, oh, I never thought about, you know, that little way that way would apply to how we screed out, you know, setting bed for pavers. Oh, that's such a good idea. I want to apply that here. Like a buddy of mine learned, actually Mulder again mentioned him. He, he noticed a plumber buddy his was taping his primer and his pipe glue together, the two cans, the two little bottles. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that way they're not separated and bounce around all over the site all the time. And just, you know, just little cross, um, cross industry things. It's like, oh yeah, that, that could apply to us. That's a good idea. Yeah, and so I'm just I'm just huge on that kind of stuff. Yeah, efficiency is everything, man. What what are some other efficiency hacks that you have? And, and it's got to be you got to mix Caleb efficiency and profitability because you can get hyper on efficiency, 
but spend so much money in doing so you're not profitable. You got to, you got to, you know what I mean? You got to balance to make sure you're profitable by being as efficient as possible. It's all synced together, but what other little nuggets you have for us, man? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I would, I would tell you, you have to get as efficient as you can afford to at the time. So if you're renting a skid steer loader, a whole bunch, and you're, you're throwing away 10, you know, thousands of dollars a year in a skid steer loader and your business is based around that skid steer loader, you need to figure out a way to purchase a skid steer. We can go into that a whole nother day. But, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just having at least the basic tools always on your truck, trying to eliminate load unload time at the beginning of the day and the end of the day is such a huge factor. And we used to spend so much time way back in the day, Paul, 10 years plus, we'd load our trucks up in the morning, put shovels and rakes and wheelbarrows and all this crap on a truck, get back to the shop, take the saws and the wheelbarrows and all this crap off the truck. And that was after we loaded them back on on site. We would waste out man hours of man hours a day loading and unloading trucks that is something you have to cease immediately you have got to figure out a way to have all your stuff on your trucks not having to take them on and off all the time they can ride on the trucks you got to have a secure area to do it that's a whole nother ball of wax but be it a job trailer an enclosed trailer or if you can leave a job trailer on site you know whatever you can do to eliminate this non-billable time that non-craft time to where you're spending more time building or producing than unloading, loading, stuff like that. If you can't have guys meet on the job site instead of, um, you know, drive to the shop and then go to the job site. If it's, if it works out to where it makes sense, have those guys meet you on site or, you know, meet on site at 8 a.m. Maybe with the foreman driving the company truck there or whatever. This doesn't apply to mowing so much, obviously, but like any other landscape, say you're just mulching a couple days a week, have those guys meet you at that property. You know, you're going to be there all day. Have them drive there. Go ahead, Paul. No, no, no. I was actually playing your video on the Hardscape Academy, and that was you talking. But go, go, get back to your. Uh, <laughs> That's. Funny. I was watching your trailer um, here. Go ahead. I go heard ahead. something like some annoying voice pop in, or I couldn't tell what it was. Here, <laughs> that was me. Uh, yeah, there it is, Paul. <laughs> that was that, you. That yeah, that was my joke. Some I heard some annoying voice in there. Yeah, oh god, you guys have listen to that guy all day. Hey. But uh, dude, the biggest so. You know, just to get away from that unbillable time. So, like, you know, even if you know you're going to be on one site all day to mulch, have your guys meet, you know, meet on site. So, as soon as they're on site, they're on billable time. You're not paying them to drive to and from site. Now, you know, that kind of, you know, there's things, and they can still get a full eight hours in or 10 or whatever, you know, schedule you're working, but it's going to be productive time instead of sitting in a truck for 30 minutes. And on top of that, going to the gas station on the way to get gas. Good golly, try not to do that. We're still really bad about that. We're trying to get a, a fuel tank at our shop, working out some legal and logistical issues with that. But, you know, guys sit in, three guys sit in the gas station fueling up. Oh my gosh, it takes up so much time. Or if you got to still load, unload, only have one guy come in 20 minutes earlier and have that truck loaded and ready to go by the time those guys get there. That's where those lists come in really handy. Okay, a mulching project list, you need three wheelbarrows, edging shovels, da, 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 da. always have a protocol list for those guys to follow. So it's not like, oh gosh, you know, Baxter forgot the freaking, you know, edge stick edger. Like, holy cow, how do we forget something so basic? And we've done all that and we still do. And it'll still happen from time to time. You know, there's no, you're not going to be perfect. But, uh, you know, getting away from that kind of stuff will be, you will be blown away if you can eliminate that in your first. Because the thing to run the math on, just say you run, say it takes you, say three guys come in in the morning and load up for 10 minutes. You're out half an hour right there, aside from the cost of labor, which is probably at least going to cost you 10 bucks in labor. You're doing that twice a day. Okay, cool. That's 20 bucks out the door every day, just in that one little you know, task. That doesn't even include loading up on site. Now, you multiply that by the 20 days you work a year. You're out 400 bucks. That's a truck payment. 
you take out a year, you know, that's 4,000 bucks. So you're out at a truck payment for the entire year. If, you know, if you, if you go the, you know, or you could save that money and buy a truck cash in four years, just with that saved time. Mm. So all these little things add up so hardcore and I have wasted and just, just fiddled away money like that for so long before I figured out, Hey, this is, we're wasting so much money here. This is craziness. And so you gotta, so sometimes you get like, you gotta spend the money up front, even if cash flow is tough or whatever. You're like, man, if I buy this enclosed box trailer for 4,000 bucks, it's, I'm going to make that money back just right there. My, my first year, I'm gonna make my money back because I'm not paying guys to load and unload. And on top of that, you're actually going to be on billable time at that point where your guys are actually producing more with that, with that save time and you'll actually double your money. So you got to start looking at everything like that. If I spend X, what am I going to get out of it? And most likely if it's a tool that, or a task that saves labor or a tool or a machine or a process that saves labor, it will pay for itself, you know, exponentially over time. But immediately, you know, within, a, you know, it'll have a certain ROI period where it's like, you make your money back in a month on that alone or in a year just on that purchase, you know? So you, you have to be a business to be a good running business and a good businessman. You have to look at every expenditure and everything you're doing as can this be done faster and more efficiently, uh, but withhold, you know, while upholding quality. And also, so once you start getting away from all this stuff, it also allows you to begin to bring in better people. You're making more money. You can hire better people. There, you know, there's just, this is all those gears in that Rolex watch I'm talking about. And, you know, it's just a process that takes a lot of time. At least it took me a lot of time, let's say. Some people smarter than me are going to figure it out a lot faster. And thank God, because you don't want to have to go down the hard road I had to go to, to learn how to run a business the right way. So, um, you know, th those are some things we're really big on right now is just really trying to get rid of just time that is not effective and uh, just trying to put the most time we possibly can to productive, billable time on site. I absolutely love it. Well, I'm looking right here, Caleb. And by the way, thank you for sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast, the Hardscape Academy. We appreciate you guys doing that. I'm looking at your website well, right you. now. And guys, Caleb didn't tell me to do this. I'm just doing this because he's my friend and I want to I pump this up here. But look, you offer training, coaching, and apprenticeship. So I'm looking at your one-on-one -on -one coaching. I think you're absolutely crazy. You're only charging $99 for one hour, but somebody, is this true? Somebody can call you for just only $99. And I had to do this the other day for um, something that I'm putting together. And this lady was $150. <laughs> that was her rate for one hour yeah. uh, thing about this thing I'm doing. So I'm like, man, but anyway, the, your price is yeah. too low, by the way. It probably is. But, 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 you know, but yeah, why, why, why your price, <laughs> by the time they click on it, it probably jacked it back up. But hey, tell them what they get here. This is crazy. Someone can call you for one hour and chat. That's some one of the Yeah. Things. So, and I guess thanks for bringing this up, Paul. And it's, it's part of uh, what I'm trying to do to help guys not make the same mistakes I did in business. So I guess that's part of like, because yeah, if I, a lot of our calls go really anywhere from one to four hours. And so that's like half my day. It's like, man, I could have had a $10,000 patio estimate put together in that time. So yeah, it's one of those things. I, I, I don't, I don't want to sound like altru like I'm being so altruistic here or I'm some Gandhi or something, but I really love, I really love helping young contractors not go down the same road I did, Paul, and make the bad mistakes I made with like not billing enough, not charging enough. Or, you know, not thinking about their processes the right way and, you know, encourage guys to, to be brave with, you know, delegating tasks and, you know, growing their companies that way in a safe and prudent way. Not 
telling guys go out and borrow a bunch of money and, you know, just swing for the fences, but, you know, be prudent and make, you know, reasonable decisions. And, you know, ultimately most guys know like in their heart of hearts, what they need to do. There's just a lot of times it takes encouragement to get there, you know, like, you know, you can do that. And, you know, and it's, it's important too. And, and we're time, you know, we've had 10 years of like growth, crazy economic growth. And so, and things have kind of like gotten a little squirrely here lately of uh, spring 2020. And uh, it's important now more than ever to make sure your belts are tight make sure you're being prudent, but make sure you're being as productive as you can. So um, yeah, the coaching thing is something I've enjoyed doing a lot. It's been a lot more successful than I thought it was going to be as I'm doing a lot more of it than I thought it was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's a cool thing to be part of and help. And then out. you also got here and, and we're going to put this link, the hardscapeacademy.com link in the show's notes. You also got the trainings, the how to install pavers and how to install um, retaining walls. You can watch those uh, comprehensive guides that's available at the hardscape Academy as well. Yep, they're online streaming, uh, you know, videos or whatever that you get a, a special password for and all that. But the, we in those are two and a half hours long each, and so uh, they're not like for entertainment. They're they're for education. So they no, talk no about, Caleb Allman jokes. You're straight business. No, there is there's a couple dad jokes in there, but nothing too crazy. <laughs> Otherwise, it's pretty pretty. Two, bland, two and a half hours of value, man. Each. Yeah, I mean, talking about why compaction uh, in your trenches, is, you know, in your retaining wall trench is so important. How to use GeoGrid properly. How to, you know, we're talking about why you need to compact your subsoils and with what machines, and what base materials are approved, you know, are applicable and approved, you know, by industry uh, guidelines and ANSI standard, um, ASTM standards and all that kind of stuff. So we really dig into all that. The only thing we don't talk about is, you know, estimating and pricing because that's a whole nother ball of wax. And we were strictly, you know, focused on the installation, you know, aspect of things in those videos. So, and they're a crazy value and we're happy that, you know, the feedback we've gotten from those is so good. And it's always so, so exciting to hear guys, you know, learn how to do a project, you know, you know, there's still, you know, you got to watch this stuff and you got to find other resources and always be cross training and all that stuff. You know, the rubber, you always, the rubber's always got to hit the road. So, you know, you got to, you're still going to learn a ton when you put in your first project, but I always advocate like reach out to like a local material, you know, paver rep or whoever retaining wall block, whoever, you know, whoever it is, Unilock, Teco block, Cambridge, whoever's in your area, find a rep and say like, Hey, I want to build my first job. It's just going to be a little five by five pad at my grandma's. Um, do you have any old pavers out back? You can't, um, can't get rid of that. I could either have to try to train myself or that I could buy, you know, a lot at a discount, and do this install in my grandma's backyard to learn how to install this stuff because I want to be, you know, a hardscaper and a hardscape contractor. And a good rep is going to see this, especially if you seem to be a, an enterprising and, and well put together, you know, person. And they're going to see opportunity there to sell you more pavers down the road. So if that rep has any brain in their head, they're going to say, hey, let me hook you up. I've got some stuff down here you can use. It'd be perfect for a training, you know, your first little install or whatever. And uh, let me see if I can find, you know, get you some poly sand while you're at it. And, you know, and you'll be surprised what doors those open. And if a rep kind of blows you off, you know, the heck with them and find somebody that's going to provide you a good service and be with a good product. Service is a big deal. I tell you what, a a good rep that's going to stand beside you and take care of you. Uh, and, and has a good product to boot like you, that's a, you know, that is just the way to go. So I'm, I'm all about, you know, you know, all the train, you just got to get all the training you can everywhere you can possibly find it. And ICPI, you know, like Concrete Pavement Institute, National Concrete Masonry Association, they have fantastic free guides uh, that you can download and print out on their websites. Uh, it's icpi.org and ncma.org. And they're, you know, they are the, they're 
standards are what we follow in our own training courses with a few variations here and there, but, uh, that's a whole nother discussion, but the, you know, that's, I use their manuals still. So like mm-hmm. they've got great, they're like 65 pages, but get download that PDF, send it to your local print shop, tell them to print it out, put it in a three ring binder and use that as a reference and study that stuff. And it'll be a huge help. And it's just like, I, I tell Brian Fuller and all this, this all the time of like, when, whenever I'm, I don't tell him this, but like, this is kind of seems like my go-to conversation with him. It's like, you've got to tell people like their thing in life has to be, what are you, what do you desire to be exceptional at? Mm. What part of, you know, what you do, what do you want to be exceptional about? Or what do you want to be known for? What's, what is your, you know, legacy as far as being exceptional in life at, be it, you know, a fantastic installer, a fantastic businessman, you know, Christian dad, father, husband, whatever, you know, those things of course are, are, you know, number one. Right. But like in your trade, what are you going to be known for? What are you going to build a name, you know, as being like an exceptional installer? Like Mr. Bo is an exceptional installer. Um, you know, I, I would hope to be known as an exceptional contractor, right? That's what I'm trying to build here to, you know, build a, you know, a reputation like that. And so I'm doing my darndest to learn everything I can everywhere. Um, and I got a long ways to go, but that's, that's my drive in life is to be an exceptional contractor and that has an exceptional business. And so I'm always trying to encourage people like my, my excavation mentor, he is an exceptional operator and he is exceptional at understanding site work. Like it's just how his brain works. And he latched onto that young. And I want to encourage people, like if there's something that drives you like that, you know, he, he had, you know, there is money out there to be made. If you're exceptional, if you're at exceptional level, Mm. you've got to get to exceptional level and it takes time to get there. It's not something you come out of college and you're not at exceptional level yet. Three to five years is what it takes to get there. And even then you still, it it still takes tenure after that. You still takes, takes time, but you know, you stay on it. And in 10 years, you know, you're going to make, you're going to be making crazy money and possibly at five years, if you really got it together. Mm. So, you know, just, just strive to be exceptional at something and the money will follow. And I'm, I'm, I'm heartily convinced of that. So I don't know where that went from, but there we are. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That, that, probably be your little highlight clip of the episode <laughs> Cut that, that little minute man that was inspiring and uh you also got an apprenticeship program that's what is exactly is that uh and thanks for talking about all this stuff paul because that's one part of our initial conversations thank you i always i always I, you know so here's the one thing i hate about these kind of things when like somebody be talking and they go to pitch in their thing like it drives me crazy you did okay guys just, caleb didn't say there was nothing this was <laughs> i i initiated this uh i know i know you did paul but it still always feels you know i just always feel like oh now this guy's trying to i'm an exceptional you know, exceptional salesman that's paul, my goal I'll tell you what, buddy, that is and i'll tell you like you like you have found out in me and a few other people have been telling you for a while like man you have an exceptional voice and skill with you know, communication. And we've been trying to tell you this for a long time, <laughs> you know, and here you are, your podcast is going nuts. And like, you, you know, you're, you're an exceptional communicator. And, you know, so look at this beginning to really blossom for you. And we're, we're all so happy for you on that, man. So I appreciate it. Caleb. You know, being exceptional is like, you know, cause it's something, you know, I know you're working at, you were working at a radio station for a while, like on the weekends and stuff on top of your landscaping and bit lawn care business. It's like, man, this dude, and he's really good at the voice, you know, voice stuff. So anyway, 
our uh, bring it back around here. Apprenticeship program. I'll, I'll try to circle the wagons here a little bit. Um, the apprenticeship. Yeah. So it's so we started this in the spring and launched it, and then like the whole COVID nineteen thing mm. hit. Nobody was traveling. We had a few people booked up for it. Um, now that that's easing off a little bit, um, we've got a, an apprenticeship program where you pay us, believe it or not. Yes, but we provide lodging and, and other stuff. But you come to work with us, and we're gonna and we're gonna talk. And actually, it's not even you come to work with us. If you want to come and just run a machine for eight hours for three days, that's fine with us. If you want to hang out in the office with us and see how we price stuff and how to figure pricing stuff like that, we'll we'll do that the whole time. It's an insane value because uh, you know you're going to get me, or you can hang out with Bo on his sites or what, whatever you want to do. We will craft that tape, that apprenticeship to what you want to do the whole time. I don't care if you want to run a bobcat for 24 hours so be it if you want to sit in the office with us or if you want to do a mix of things we're going to tailor this thing exactly to whatever you want and we're going to do our best to make it the most value-filled three days you've ever had so that's what that whole thing's about so cool there's nothing else like it going on in the industry that i'm aware of as far as like a true like visitation apprenticeship wise but we have really nice we have uh we just bought a brand new uh travel trailer camper that you can stay in if you want or you can you can that comes with it otherwise you can rent a hotel and do whatever i don't care it doesn't matter to me but um you know we're, we're just trying to make it a super value again just to help people not make the same mistakes i did in business that's that's the game plan so all right there, well, there you go the hearts game academy that will be in today's show's notes caleb's instagram will be in today's show's notes so make sure you guys follow him Appreciate your time, Mr. Allman. Yeah, I'll never catch you on TikTok, though, Paul. You blew me away on TikTok, man. Oh, man. And I haven't even been doing on TikTok. I haven't been. I like my social media life is I have not been posting on TikTok. No, I haven't Paul, been really. Get back. Instagram. Get the problem it, is I'm a, I like this girl so much, Caleb. And so I'm single. Like, all I think about is her. All I do. Yeah, oh. But my muscles box. are getting oh, big, man. I'm, I'm in the gym. You ain't even gonna recognize me. Is this me. the same chick? Have you still? Yeah, it's the same chick? girl, dude. Oh. oh, when we get off of this thing, Paul. Hey, I gotta ask you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, text. I'm gonna hit stop recording because I gotta ask you a question real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this concludes this concludes today's show. <laughs> Oh, we got to end it there. Caleb and I got to talk a little, little brother talk, uh, friends talk, man. I appreciate Caleb so much. And Mr. Producer, that pumped me up when he talked about what do you want to be exceptional at? You know, I just shared that Greg Whitstock, the pond guy, he builds ponds. He was literally just down here in Atlanta last week building a pond for Shaquille O'Neal, the basketball star, the, you know, the TV personality, Shaq. And that happened because Greg took passion and being excellent at ponds. And, you know, for me, as Caleb was talking about, what do you want to be exceptional at? Exceptional. <laughs> exceptional. I don't know why it's such a tough word, Barty. Exceptional. I want to be exceptional at podcasting. You know, I want this show to be as excellent as possible. And there's, there's many other things in my life I want a spirit of excellence at. But that was really encouraging when Caleb shared that. And it just kind of like instantly, I was like, man, it, it, because no matter what we do, whether we're doing hardscaping like Caleb and retaining walls or stone patio pavers, or we're doing landscaping, we're putting in sod, or we're doing an installation with new plants or whatever it is, or we're just doing basic mow, edge, and blow. There's a way that we can do whatever our specialization is, whatever our niche is, or that mix of of specialties that we become a pro. We become an, not just a pro, but an expert and exceptional and just rise to the top at whatever we do. And so that was really inspiring. My takeaway from that interview, Mr. Producer, and I know that you appreciated the efficiency and profitability as business owners that, I mean, we know how to work hard 
but we want to make sure we do it, like Caleb said, as efficiently as possible, not wasting time loading and unloading. And oh my gosh, I forgot to bring this. Now I got to go make an extra trip. That's one hour billable time, you know, to go pick something up. And he, you know, all the examples he shared uh, really hit home with me because we've made those mistakes plenty of times and it's not okay. It ha- like I've shared before, guys, there's wives that need provided for and children. And, you know, there's so much on the line with running these businesses that we can't afford to make these these silly, careless mistakes. We, we need to really tighten things up and be on top of our game. If you watch an NBA basketball player, but, you know, or actually I watched this in the NFL, Marty, I was down at the, um, in a playoff game and it was the Seattle Seahawks versus Atlanta Falcons. And here comes Pete Carroll and Richard Sherman. And these guys, they got off the bus, you know, from the hotel, they drop them off the bus and they walk into the locker room and they all got their suits on and their headphones. And I'm just standing there and literally Pete Carroll walks by and, you know, Marshawn Lynch and these guys and, uh, Richard Sherman. And I mean, all these, you know, famous football players and man, they looked focused because they're about to play in the NFC playoff game against Atlanta Falcons. Falcons ended up beating them. But anyway, I, my point was they were focused and it was kind of scary. I mean, they were scary focus. Like they just like, they were, they had a singular focus and they were locked in. And as business owners, you know, we need that similar mentality that this is game day. Like we need to show up even when we're showing up to our storage, you know, in the morning or, or, or the uh, garage or wherever, that we're on top of things, that we're, we don't forget the shovel. We don't forget the wheelbarrow. We don't forget to place the order for the specific material that we need. And we're not off by a little bit that, oh my gosh, we're a little short. We got to go back and get more that we have. And we don't over order that we wasted money, but being on top of the details is what I'm saying. So Caleb said it excellent. I think we'll end it right here. Don't forget, guys, when you sign up for the GIE Expo, that link is going to be in today's show's notes. Use the promo code Paul. You'll get 50% off your GIE registration. And uh, we'll put the Hardscape Academy link in today's show's notes as well. Guys, real quick, we're back in the top 100. That's right. It's all because of your ratings and reviews and smashing that subscribe button. I just checked yesterday, Marty. We are in the top 100 business entrepreneurship. It's crazy. Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss up there at top. There we are hanging around 91. Hey, I'll take it. Being in the top 100 is fun, but a lot of pressure because a lot of other great podcasts out there, but uh, we are doing our best effort around here. So if you've been enjoying the show, drop us a rating and review, smash that subscribe button, and we'll be back soon.